Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Right as we come on the air here this afternoon, we do have breaking news. As former President Trump is calling now on other states to deploy their respective National Guards to Texas to help Governor Abbott there secure the border and deport illegal immigrants. We already know that Florida has sent members of the National Guard. Oklahoma has sent National Guard. And at last count, 25 governors have now joined Texas in support of defending the sovereignty of the state and the United States. 25 governors, y'all. That is half of the United States. Ah, bad. Thankfully, it's basic math. <laughs> if it was if it was 26 or 24, the math would be a little bit harder for me. But it's exactly 50 percent of the United States. We have 50 states. Half of the governors are now standing in support. Imagine. Imagine if each of those states sends their respective members of the National Guard to Texas to secure the border And imagine if President Biden nationalizes each state's respective National Guard. That means that individual National Guard guards, men and women, and individual National Guard units would be in a position of having to decide whose orders to follow their governors or their presidents. This 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 story broke last night as the as our show was wrapping up and we didn't get a deep dive on it last night. We are going to take a deep dive on it today. We're going to take a deep dive today. I will tell you that the the uh, all of the so-called red states if you will, the 25 red states uh, it would be easier for me to tell you which states aren't included. None of the West Coast states are included. None of the New England states except for New Hampshire is included. That's uh, Chris Sununu. Uh, none of the Great Lake states are included except for Ohio and Indiana. North Carolina is out, but South Carolina is in. And Illinois and Kentucky are out. They're, uh, and Alaska is in. Hawaii is uh, out. Hawaii, Hawaii, yeah, Hawaii's got a long way to go. They're 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 so far away. So, do do you get the sense that are you worried about? Do you feel like we are on the brink? I I don't even like saying these words out loud. I don't even like having this discussion. Are we on the brink of a civil war? I feel somebody the other day mentioned, Joe, you, 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 if you start talking about something, you'll talk it into existence. And I said, I don't believe in that. And yet, I guess I do believe in that because I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to talk it into existence. I don't I I oh, I. This is not really a good time for me to start a civil war. I've got stuff to do. Um, I, I've got plans this weekend. I mean, this this is just lousy timing to start a civil war. Do you guys get the sense that we are on the brink of a civil war? 844-580-WDBO, 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. That was just breaking as I went on the air. Again, uh, Donald Trump, former President Trump, calling on the 25 other states... Or is it 24 counting Texas? I think it's 24 counting, uh, 25 counting Texas. So 24 other states. Uh, Donald Trump is calling on those 24 other states to deploy their respective National Guard's troops to Texas to help Governor Abbott secure the border and to deport illegal aliens. 844-580-WDBO or hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app uh, and we will get uh, further into that as as we progress here in the Joe Kelly Show. 
right. It is time, though, for the presidential pinger. We have low-jacked the presidential candidates, and we're able to track their movements around the United States. We call it the Joe Kelly presidential pinger. All right. We are two weeks away today, 14 days to the, the Nevada caucuses. We are 30 days away from South Carolina's primary. We're 40 days away from Super Tuesday. We are 54 days away from Florida's primary. Oh, my gosh. By the time we get to the polls and go vote, what really options are we even going to have? What's the point? I mean, at that point, Nikki Haley is going to be out within the next couple of days anyway. And there are 285 days away from the general election. Uh, The national average polls as of today... Thursday, January 25th, Donald Trump has 68.3% support. Nikki Haley has 12.9%. Here's the latest from the campaign trail. President Biden visits Superior, Wisconsin for a White House event focused on infrastructure. Former President Trump gave brief testimony in the E. Jean Carroll defamation case against him in New York. Maine's top court decided against weighing in on the Trump ballot eligibility before the U.S. Supreme Court issues a ruling, which, by the way, they're not to take that up until I believe it was February 8th. Again, I'm spitballing that date. Uh, dates were never my strong suit in history, even future dates. Uh, but I think it's February 8th that the Supreme Court is going to hear that. And can you guys even imagine? Imagine the scenario if all the rest of the Republican candidates drop out and for some reason, some way, somehow the Supreme Court says, yeah, yeah, Donald Trump can't be on a ballot. Can you imagine what that's going to do at that time? Neither Trump nor Nikki Haley have any public campaign events scheduled for today. As I mentioned, Trump is in a courtroom. Billionaire LinkedIn co-founder Reid Hoffman announcing today that he is not giving any more money to Nikki Haley's presidential campaign. He has tapped out. He's tapping out of this match after she lost New Hampshire. And that is, I don't want to say the first sign that Nikki Haley is is short for the days ahead. It's like the 20th sign that Nikki Haley is, is has little time left on the campaign trail. Donald Trump leads Democratic presidential, uh, Democrat President Joe Biden by six percentage points in the latest Reuters Ipsos poll that shows Americans are unhappy about an election rematch. Now, you, you might recall this from yesterday, this full throated support from the United Auto Workers for Joe Biden. I'm proud to stand up here with your international executive board and announce that the UAW is endorsing Joe Biden for president of the United States. That's UAW President Sean Fain. Sean Fain, not quite as full-throated in an interview, had this to say. Look, let me be clear about this. A great majority of our members will not vote for President Biden. Uh, Yes, some will. Uh, But that's the reality of this. Uh, The majority of our members are going to vote their paycheck. The majority, he's, he expects the majority of the United Auto Worker rank and file are going to vote for Donald Trump. Can you, can you imagine how upset you would be to be in a union and to know that you individually don't support a candidate that your union supports? And knowing that the union president knows and yet they endorse joe biden anyway joe biden listen how lost joe biden is i gotta choose my words here you turn on the television and there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake you know to say you know it's about you know somebody pushed the dog in the lake i mean i i, I get it but here we go he's lost if you Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and for late night comics last night, I think most of them were in reruns for some reason. I don't know why, but I think there was one l- l- live show. During his speech in South Carolina yesterday, President Biden criticized former President Trump for attempting to overturn the election and called him a, quote, loser. Oh, come on. What has Trump ever lost besides an airline, his hotel, his golf course, the popular vote twice, the electoral vote once, two wives, a casino, most of his hair, and his mind? That's right, a Jeffrey Epstein accuser 
claim to have a sex tape of former President Trump. I don't know. I think if there was a sex tape, we would have seen it by now in a Trump campaign ad. <laughs> I'm Donald Trump, and I approve of this porno. All right, 844-580-WDBO. Let's start off with Jerry in DeLand. You're on the Joe Kelly Show. Hi, Jerry. How are you? Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good, thanks. I uh, was listening to your comments about <clears throat> civil war, and I'm with you. I'm not ready for a civil war either. And um, my position on this is whether we like him or not, we have one commander-in-chief, not two. We have one. And I see somebody barking orders from the sidelines. He may be a former president. I may have voted for him. It's irrelevant. We have one commander-in-chief, not two. Well, let me play devil's advocate and give you the argument from Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott said that our commander-in-chief is uh, has, has broken, he's breached the compact between the United States and the states as it relates to border security and says they have no choice but to defend their own border. I don't want to disagree with him, or, or uh, I think it's a matter of opinion, and, and, and it is very subjective, and this is also applies to Governor Abbott. If you want a different president, if you don't like the president that you have, vote him out. But until he's voted out, the Here's what's really interesting is a Republican congressman from Louisiana, uh, Clay Higgins. He says that we are on the brink of a civil war, Jerry, but he is he's blaming Joe Biden. He is he is putting it directly in Joe Biden's lap, saying that uh, that the feds are staging a civil war and that Texas should stand their ground. It, you know, it takes two people to start a war, generally speaking, uh, though I don't think Ukraine would accept that argument. But I mean, it, it you know, there are there are two sides here that are in opposition of of one another. Jerry, thank okay, you. Um, thank you so much for your call, man. I appreciate that. Let's go to Steve in Orlando. You're up next here on WDBO. Hi, Steve. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, calling in regard to the Civil War issue as well. Um, you know, President Biden's not upholding his duties um, to the country or the Constitution. And I believe we're in the midst of an invasion. And this is about we the people. So we don't want, none of us do, want a civil war, but I believe a stance needs to be taken because right now our country's in the midst of disintegrating as we know it. You know, and I, and I look at these states and I think, gosh, I've got friends in, in a lot of these states. I've got relatives in a lot of these states. And this had to have been how, you know, the pre-Civil War uh, colonists and Americans felt, you know, knowing that, oh my gosh, we might be taking up arms against people that we know and love. Well, you know, on, that's an unfortunate situation. I believe, however, people that may reside in the states that aren't necessarily in favor or, of these states that would be taking up civil war probably are in favor of defending our country yeah. from an invasion. Yep. Steve, thank you so much, man. I appreciate your phone call. Uh, let's go to the WG Winter Garden. Donald is on the Joe Kelly Show. Hi, Donald. How are you? Hey, Joe. Hi, guys. I'm doing well. I just wanted to let you know you cannot talk this civil war into an existence because they're making a movie called Civil I War. I know. I don't I know if you can have no, I've, I've already seen yeah, a trailer for it. I was going to say, as you, as you were talking about it, I was like, they already talked it into yeah. existence. Yeah. And the... Uh, the scary thing is, I, I was talking about it with my wife, that the movie is talking about it's Texas and California, yeah, but in yeah. my eyes, the the actual civil war occurs with Texas and Florida being the two oppositions. So we're uh, we're already headed there, and it's scaring me to death. So. And, and me too. And that and that movie, by the way, the, if, if y'all haven't seen the trailer for this movie, it it, it looks both exciting and unbelievably frightening it's not a retelling of america's civil war it is a civil war in today's society today's time and it is going to come out just before the elections so 
Uh, I, I'm sure yeah. that is that is by design, and it, it it'll it'll scare you to the bone. I promise you, Donald. Thank you so much. Eight four four five eight zero WDBO. It's eight four four five eight zero nine three two six. Hit us up in the open mic in the WDBO app. Do you fear? Do you fear, or am I being paranoid? Because I fear, I fear that people are buying ammo as we speak. That that we're on the brink of a civil war when we have. A nation politically divided, half and half, half love Trump, half hate Trump. Everybody hates Biden. But then we have half the states defending Texas, the other half staying out of it. I mean, we could not be more divided as a nation. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Cash in on our 100th anniversary with the WDBO Payroll Payout. Your next chance at $1,000 happens tomorrow at 8 a.m. Listen for the keyword and then tap the Payroll Payout button in the WDBO app. It's our way of saying thank you for 100 incredible years. Hi, Joe. This is Rick from Orlando. This isn't really a civil war. A civil war was a fair amount of states against another fair amount of states. This is more like half of the states want to protect the uh, country from an invasion and the other half don't want to get involved. So it's it's more like if the federal government would just do their job and, and uphold the Constitution and protect us, this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from with that. But here, you know, play out the scenario uh, then. So we got 25 states. Uh, we'll call them the red states <clears throat> for obvious reasons. Um, and, and, and they're the ones that are all going to send National Guardsmen to Texas. Uh, Texas is going to be the battleground, uh, not far from the Alamo. And um, President Biden is going to have to order someone in. He's going to have to order troops. I mean, he's going to have to do something to, to deal with 25 states, different National Guardsmen and women. And their assets, and that's when it becomes a civil war because you've got you, you've got the, <clears throat> the 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 rebels, if you will, the red states versus the federal government. I don't know why my <clears throat> my throat sounds this way. I I feel perfectly fine. I don't know if there's something in the air or. I've got a lozenge in my mouth just in case, but I feel fine, so don't anybody uh, worry. Uh, let's go to uh, Don in Groveland. You're on the Joe Kelly Show. Hi, Don. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm well. I'm good. That's good. You sound fine. So Thank don't you. worry about it. Thank you. So I, I think a lot of people are missing the point here is that the presidency, the executive branch of our government, has the duty and responsibility of upholding the law, enforcing the law. And the law states that he's, he's not enforcing the border laws at all. And he's putting that impetus, that pressure on the, on especially Texas, to uphold federal laws that it's not designed to do. Right. So the problem being here is that the state governor, you know, Abbott, he can go ahead and call out his National Guard for his state to help protect the border, and other governors can do the same to assist him. And until President Biden pulls his head out and begins to realize that his job, his primary responsibility as the president is to enforce the laws that Congress enacts, we're going to have this situation. Right, but keep in mind that that if President Biden does pull his head out of his rear, he might seek to nationalize, federalize the state National Guardsmen and women. And, and at that point, the National Guardsmen are going to have to decide uh, who they answer to. And, and again, back to the earlier uh, open mic, that would also be a civil war. Then you're talking about red states versus red states. And, and the blue states, if you will, would just sit out and, and watch it from the sidelines. But if we have National Guardsmen, some of whom say, I'm going to remain loyal to Governor DeSantis, others who say, I, I'm loyal to the Commander-in-Chief, then you've literally got two guys in the same foxhole 
that could turn weapons on one another. I hate this scenario. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than me. Sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. One of the 25 states that now say that they are going to be supporting Texas uh, in their efforts to secure the border uh, and uh, send National Guardsmen. One of those states is South Dakota. The governor there is Christy Nome. She is quite likely to be a vice presidential hopeful. Uh, and she, just moments ago on Fox News. Governor Abbott has done the exact right thing. And I'll drive him more razor wire from South Dakota if I have to for him to do his job. So they're they're down for for whatever it takes in uh, South Dakota. 844-580-WDBO. I, I never thought that there would be a point in my broadcast career in which I would ask this question. And I, I ask it, I, I don't ask it lightly. I ask it with, with great fear. Are we on the brink of a civil war? I, I'm not asking it to stir the pot. I'm not asking it to throw red meat. I'm just reading the tea leaves and thinking, wow, stuff looks really bad right now. When we have 25 states mobilizing their respective National Guardsmen and former President Trump, let me read his statement for you. This is on Truth Social. He wrote, we encourage all willing states to deploy their guards to Texas to prevent the entry of illegals and to remove them back across the border. All Americans should support the common sense measures by Texas authorities to protect the safety, security, and sovereignty of Texas and of the American people. When I am president, on day one, instead of fighting Texas, I will work hand-in-hand with Governor Abbott and other border states to stop the invasion, seal the border, and rapidly begin the largest domestic deportation operation in history. Those Biden has let in should not get comfortable because they will be going home. That from former President Donald Trump. If he wasn't going to win the election already... I mean, with that, Donald Trump wins the election. I mean, that this is Donald Trump's election. It's toast for Joe Biden. On this issue alone, it is toast for Joe Biden. 844-580-WDBO or hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app. Connie is in Orlando joining us on the Joe Kelly Show. Hi, Connie. Hi, Joe. I've got so much to say, so I'm going to talk really fast so I can get it in there. All right, I'll listen fast. I think it was Ben Franklin that might have said something like every 200 years we need a civil war to cleanse the country of the corrupt government. I don't see a civil war. I kind of agree with Rick. It's more like a civil uprising against a tyrannous government. It's not like brother against brother, north against south, or even blue against red states. It's the patriots. And they come in all different sizes, shapes, denominations, whether you're a Trump hater or Trump lover, it doesn't matter. If you're a patriot and you see what's going on, you're going to want to be part of that scene. Honestly, that so, statement that statement from Donald Trump, I thought was one of the most measured and responsible statements that, that he could make at a time like this. Uh, and it wasn't even in all caps. I mean, I, y- y'all know how <laughs> I feel about Donald Trump. Uh, but uh, I thought that was a very measured and, and very patriotic and, yeah. uh, you know, very resolute statement from the former president. Well, Joe, like I said, you don't have to be a Republican. You don't have to be from a red state. You just have to be a patriot. And when you see how this meat puppet in office has uh, taken the DOJ and the FBI and all these, and he's weaponized them against us. And he's even mentioned an F-16 as if what, yeah. you're going to fire on the right. American people. Try to get a pilot that would do that. I don't think they can. I think the military is here to protect the American people, not just the American government. So I hope it never gets to that. I hope Trump gets in before it gets that bad. But um, I think it's absolutely a necessary evil because if you can't have freedom of speech and uh, freedom of religion and all these things that are being stripped away from us, well, we're not America 
anymore. Yeah, if they thought January so, 6th was an insurrection, keep up this nonsense and, and you'll see what a real insurrection looks like. Well, wasn't there a country, and forgive my ignorance, but like two million people went into their capital and dragged out their leader, dictator by his assets and just dragged them <laughs> right out? So people, there's a lot of us here, including you. I'm sure you're a patriot, and I know you see what's going on, and it's not right. This is the worst I've ever seen my beloved country yeah. And I'm a legal immigrant. I was a child when I came here. And the minute I stepped onto this part of the world, I am in love with my country. Good for you. I'm in love with it. Yes. All right, Connie. Thank you so much. I'm sure glad you're out there. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're an American. I'm glad you're listening to the Joe Kelly show. Thank you so much. In Orlando, David is on WDBO. Hi, David. Hi, Joe. Great to talk to you. First time uh, caller, long time listener. I'm so glad you Uh, called. Thanks, man. Would it be an odd uh, stretch to say that they're importing their own army with allowing the legals to come in? Like, if they want to really go up against us as far as patriots, is that a stretch? Or no, you know, I don't. You know, why I, else would they let all these young men in? Like, right? That? They're military age men. So many of them right. are. Uh, you know, the only thing that they don't have, at least nah, I don't think they have, uh, is weapons and weaponry and access to to ordnance. Uh, well, you, you know, I, I guess know, it's that's logistics, though. You yeah. know, it, how hard would that be to, to once they're in, go ahead and get that taken care of some weird way? You know, that what is I mean? an interesting thought, though, David, because in uh, in my mind, I was thinking of of Americans versus Americans. Uh, but as long as the illegal immigrants are here, they might pick a side as well. And and yeah, uh, right. you know, if like kind of a scary thought, I yeah, thought, so I don't know. Certainly Anyways. is, David. Thank you so much, man. And call thanks. anytime. I we appreciate you. Eight four four five eight zero WDBO, or use the open mic in the WDBO app. As much as I like what Texas is doing, I think that a civil war would be welcomed by the cartels and drug traffickers and human traffickers because it creates, creates instability and chaos. I think there needs to be a united force against that instead. Think about how much Vladimir Putin would love an American civil war. Think about how much uh, Xi Jinping would love an American civil war. Think about how much uh, the, the Kim Jong-un would, uh, would appreciate an American civil war. I mean, our enemies, both foreign and domestic, uh, would love nothing more than to see us tear ourselves apart period who said we have one commander in chief is ridiculous he's not even running the country there's people behind the scenes that's how weak this country has become we are headed to a civil war there's a lot of people that think that hey joe i think this um internal war across the nation for those who are tired of biden ruining our nation has been coming for a long time And I'm not one of those that follow the planets, but just so you know, Pluto has shifted to Aquarius. The last time this happened was in 1777 when we had the French and American Revolution. Interesting. You say you don't follow the planets and yet you know quite a bit about them and their history. Thank you so much for adding that to our discussion. 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. Uh, Governor DeSantis today issued a statement from the back seat of his car. Hang on, you'll hear it next. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Breaking news to lively debates covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. Governor DeSantis released a video on X on Twitter today. He was sitting in the backseat of a car. I couldn't quite tell if the car was driving or not, but he's sitting in the backseat of a car. You know, he has people that drive him around. They're state troopers. And uh, this was what Governor DeSantis had to say about Governor Abbott and the state of Texas. Biden is going after Texas, saying that they must remove fortifications from their border. They put wire, they put things to keep people out. Uh, Biden saying you got to take that down to let people come in illegally, which is just crazy. 
And I remarked that if the Constitution was originally understood to mean that a state could not protect itself against an invasion, that the federal government could force a state to allow an invasion, the Constitution would have never been ratified in the first place. Texas would have never joined the Union when it did. Uh, and if you look at Federalist 46, which uh, uh, Daniel Horowitz pointed out, uh, James Madison talks about uh, situations where federal encroachment can be mitigated uh, by by state action. So you have Texas here uh, that's holding its ground. They have every right to fortify the border vis-a-vis -vis an invasion, and that's Article One, Section Ten of the Constitution. Uh, so, so they're in the right. You also have a situation where liberal jurisdictions over many, many years have been sanctuary jurisdictions against enforcing federal immigration law. So you'll have somebody who's a criminal alien. They will not be given uh, over to ICE and they will deliberately act to frustrate the laws on the books. And somehow that's viewed as OK. You have Texas who's acting to enforce the laws on the books to ensure that they have a secure state and that we have a secure country. Uh, so so all of this is just nonsense what Biden's doing. Uh, Texas has every right to stand its ground. We've in Florida, we've been sending people to help uh, for, for many years now because we understand it's not just a Texas issue, it's ultimately an American issue. And if we don't have sovereignty in this country, uh, then we're not gonna be a country anymore. So, so they have every right to hold their ground, uh, to stay, stay the course and Florida will continue to be there uh, helping out every step of the way. Governor DeSantis making that comment there from the back seat of his car. This as former President Trump is calling on all the other states to deploy their National Guard's troops to Texas to help Governor Abbott secure the border and deport illegal immigrants. And by all the other states, the current count is 25. There are 25 states that are now all on board. And I'm going to... I'm going to share with you all 25 states. And as I do, I'm going to do it deliberately and slowly because I want you to just be mindful of people that you may know in those states. I mean, if this comes, if, if this becomes push comes to shove, Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, both Dakotas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio, West Virginia, Virginia, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Florida, and New Hampshire. Oh, and Alaska. Those are the 25 states. Uh, I think that's 24. I think 25 is, includes Texas. Um, so that's those are the states that are all down for uh, supporting Texas. That doesn't necessarily mean they're sending National Guardsmen. Uh, but as you heard Governor DeSantis, we've already sent Florida National Guardsmen to Texas. Joe, I called you two months ago on this matter. We're headed for a civil war. No doubt about it. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, well, the, uh, the war is ugly. Hi. I'm calling because I heard someone just talking about a civil war between Texas and Florida. And maybe I'm naive, but why would the civil war be between Texas and Florida? Wouldn't they join together? Yeah, no, you're not naive. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Texas and Florida are in lockstep on this issue. Uh, that was a reference to a movie that's going to come out between now and Election Day, a movie that's called Civil War. And it is a movie about a modern times civil war. It's not a it's not a retelling of our historic civil war from the 1860s. Uh, it is uh, it, it is a modern civil war that breaks out in today's culture and society, uh, which is all that more frightening uh, when you watch it. Look it up on YouTube, and you'll be able to see it, and you'll you'll understand. We will continue with more of your calls and comments coming up. Stay with us here on the Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Munns and Munns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Munns and Munns. 
It's actually getting a little better right now on I-4 Westbound as you make your way into downtown. Just some minor slowing here from Princeton to the 408. Still heavy, Sand Lake to 535, and then from Osceola Parkway all the way down through Champions Gate. They're clearing up a wreck on Curry Ford Road eastbound at Woodgate Boulevard. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. I will take more of your calls and comments about whether or not you think we're on the brink of social collapse and and or a civil war or uh, a real insurrection, an attempt to overthrow the government or anything along those lines, none of which am I advocating for, by the way. Uh, but I think uh, I think it is relevant to have the conversation. But I should point out that uh, at six o'clock, six o'clock at six oh six now, uh, but at six o'clock, Kenneth Eugene Smith is set to die by nitrogen hypoxia. This is the guy in Alabama uh, that is on death row. The execution is 6 o'clock local time in Atmore, Alabama. Local time in Atmore, Alabama is actually 5.06 p.m. So it's it's an hour away before the execution happens. This is the first time ever uh, that we, the United States, has used uh, nitrogen hypoxia to uh, to kill a death row inmate. Uh, this is the second attempt that the state of Alabama has has made to try to kill this guy. The first time uh, they used IV drugs and they had uh, difficulty with his veins. And by the time they finally got a good vein, the death warrant had expired. So they couldn't execute the guy and they had to start all over again. Now, I, I don't have anything nice to say about this guy. He's an animal. He's an absolute animal. But if that's not cruel and unusual punishment, I don't know what is. Sticking an IV in some dude's arm and, uh, and finally saying, oh, yeah, we, it's not going to work. We'll, we'll have to try this again some other time. And then basically experimenting with him uh, on this nitrogen hypoxia. I don't have any sorrow for him. I don't feel bad for him. Um, that having been said... I am in virtually all cases opposed to the death penalty. And, and my reasons are, are somewhat unique. I, I know that when a state executes someone, they execute that person on behalf of that state's citizens. Well, as a citizen of a state that executes people, I don't want people executed on my behalf. I don't I, I don't care how how bad or terrible they are. I don't want them executed on my behalf. And in a moment, I'll explain to you the, the, the one uh, exception that I would be willing to make. I think part of my feeling on this and Laurel, you know, this of, of, of my two irrational fears. What are what are my two irrational fears? Pirates. Pirates. And, I, and, and my, by pirates, I mean the real pirates, not like Captain Feathersword. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, like real, real pirates, seagoing I'm, pirates scare scare me. T- and it's an irrational Captain fear. Captain Feathersword scares me. So, I don't know. <laughs> and, I, and it's an irrational okay. fear. Though, that having been said. I know said, the other one. That having been said, I am boarding a ship tomorrow morning, setting sail for the Bahamas, where they've already had 17 murders in the Bahamas this year alone. The yeah, crime smart. rate is through the roof in the Bahamas right now. Anyhow, so what is what is my other irrational fear? Being wrongfully incarcerated. That's right. Going to jail. Being wrongfully, With a pirate. Oh, that would, that would... Now, I think my fear of wrongful incarceration can probably be... Drawn back to when I spent time inside of a jail. When I was 19 years old and I was in a college fraternity, um, things got out of hand. (laughs) And I was arrested on a Friday in a very, very, very small town in Texas. And it was a it was a county jurisdiction. It wasn't a city jurisdiction. 
So I was put in the county jail on a Friday, and they did not do weekend arraignments. So I had to stay in jail until Monday to be arraigned before a judge would be there. They didn't have judges that would come in on weekends. So I spent three days in a county lockup, and I will tell you, that was three of the worst days of my life. And keep in mind, I've had cancer for the better part of 40 years. <laughs> and the three worst days of my life were the three days I spent in a county jail in Texas. It's Are terrible. you sure this isn't an Andy Griffith episode? <laughs> it was so bad. I was just going to say, was it Barney or was it, uh, it was so awful. Goober that arrested you? I, I still have nightmares about being in jail. So, so, so I, I hated being locked up. I hated it. I hated it so much that I want. I would rather have been dead than 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 the thought of spending more than three days behind bars. I think death is letting people off too easy. I because I know that I would welcome death if I was behind bars, and particularly. I mean, I'm really going to get into the weeds on this, but as someone who has been born again, has been saved, who who accepts Jesus Christ as my Savior, death is not the end. Death is but the beginning. And even for someone who is on death row, someone who has committed heinous crimes, death can be a relief. Death can be an escape. And I believe... I, I believe in death row. I believe in death behind bars, but not in any way other than a natural death. I, I if for a guy that commits a crime like this, if, for for murderers and rapists and all these scum, even if it's solitary confinement, I'm not worried about their rights. I think that that they should be locked up. Until the day they die. Now, logically speaking, death row inmates are the most expensive to prosecute. They're the most expensive to put through. Because death row inmates in every state have automatic appeals processes. And the burden of proof in a capital case is much higher than it is in a non-capital case. So the amount of money that gets spent... It is. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it is cheaper to lock up an inmate for their natural born life than it is to execute them. I know that a bullet, I was going to say a bullet costs two cents. Gone are those days. A bullet is about 20 bucks these days. But ammunition is very expensive. Um I know that the execution itself, the the money they spent on nitrogen for this execution tonight is infinitesimal compared to how much money they've had to spend, particularly with with this guy, because he's gone through multiple appeals since the last time they tried to execute him. Now, I said that there's there's when the state executes someone, they execute on our behalf which I'm troubled by. Uh, I've got a list of reasons why I'm against the death penalty. Financial reasons, fiscal reasons, obviously. I think the true punishment is life behind bars. Not. I think death is the easy way out. Death, if you're a Christian, if, if you are a born again, Jesus Christ is my savior Christian. Doesn't matter what you committed, what crimes you committed, you are forgiven. And heaven awaits you. And I want their time on earth in this realm to be miserable before they get to the everlasting life in heaven. When they execute someone, I say they execute on behalf of the citizens of that state. But they also execute on behalf of the victim and the victim's families. Well, in this case, 
this guy murdered a preacher's wife. He he murdered uh, one person. So in essence, there's one victim. My exception for the death penalty is treason against the United States. Because when you commit treason against the United States, you are vi- you have victimized every single American citizen. All of us become victims at that point. And to me, treason, those are the people that we should hang from the, from the community square. Those are the people that should be made examples of. When you violate the rights of every single one of us, when you violate the freedoms of every single one of us, when you violate the privileges of every single one of us, I think that's, that's an executable offense. Everything else, I, 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 it bothers me. And again, it's not out of pity or sorrow for the person being executed. It's quite the opposite. I want them to be miserable. I, I want them to, uh, again, particularly if they found Jesus behind bars, I want them to experience hell on earth because in death, they're going to experience everlasting life. And that that rubs me the wrong way. I don't I so for that reason I am I am disappointed to see that Alabama is gonna execute this guy tonight. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Now I am not so disappointed that I would be one of those ding dongs out there chanting and holding up banners and signs, uh, but I but I am uh, against it enough that I would that I will state my position on it and argue my case uh, against it. Uh, but I'm certainly welcome. I'm open to discussion. I, I, I would love to get your take. And yes, by the way, if you want to say, Joe, the Bible says an eye for an eye, I, I'm well aware of that. I, I, I am diligently reading the Bible every day. And man, the Bible is a bloodbath. Absolute bloodbath. Uh, in the Bible, and uh, you would be executed for a lot lesser things than what this guy did. I mean, you you could you could be stoned to death for adultery uh, in the Old Testament. So I don't don't come at me with that with that direction. Eight four four five eight zero WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on the Joe Kelly Show. James. Um, there's many victims um, to a homicide victim. You have the families, you have the coworkers, you have the friends, you have the teammates, uh, the church groups, you have everything. It's evil. They need to be taken off the face of this earth. Straight to H-E, double hockey sticks. Whichever way we can do it, quickest and easiest. The bullet. Bullets are still cheap. Well, they're not. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. They're, they're, they're a cheap alternative, I suppose. But ammunition costs are ridiculously high these days. And... James, where I disagree with you is where you say send them straight to hell. I that's I, that is not my that is not my worldview. That I don't see things that way. I my my faith makes me see things through a different lens. And even if, as the needle is going in his arm, even if, as the nitrogen mask is strapped to his face. If he accepts Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior at that moment, he's saved. And he will have everlasting life. And I, I, that's untenable to me. If, if there is a way to send him to hell, then, then maybe I would, I would be more open to the death penalty. If we could just get him a one-way ticket to hell, yeah. But the best we can do 
is make their lives hell on earth until they die of natural causes. Palm Bay, Jake is joining us at 844-580-WDBO. Hi, Jake. Hey, how's it going, Joe? Good. Uh, I just wanted to comment on, I guess, your uh, the death penalty and the, the biblical perspective on it. Uh, actually, in the Bible, there were no prisons or any sort of penitentiary systems. Uh, they, would, they may detain you or hold you for a while until you were... Uh, judged or persecuted, but once you were sentenced, they either gave you the death penalty or they fined you or there was a beating. And I'm sure a lot of people nowadays would rather pay uh, a fine or take a beating, especially on smaller things, but you know, the more horrendous crimes. I believe if we went back to actually doing the death penalty more and we didn't, they didn't take it easy, they stoned you to death. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, I believe if it was brutal and more often especially for like the, the horrendous crimes rape murder you know all that stuff i think less people would do it because nowadays you got a lot of people that do it you know because they know oh well i'm gonna go commit these crimes whatever go uh take 12 people's lives and then i'm gonna live like a king yeah and be famous in prison for the rest of my life you know with a hot cot and a tv they're gonna give me my own cell and private room because i'm you know, this famous murder, you know, and, and it's been glorified now that, because they know that, you know, they can get away with a lot of stuff that they're not going to do anything anymore. Yeah, you know, to to the extent that prisons are not the punishment that they should be, I find that to be regrettable. Uh, and, you know, we've got organizations like the American Civil Liberties Union and others that, you know, fight for prisoners' rights. I I, I am not yeah. going to be someone who fights for prisoners' rights. I think prison should be punishment. Prison should be terrible. I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, spe- especially for, I, I should say that there, there are two types of prisoners. Those who should never, ever, ever, ever see the light of day again. And those who are serving shorter sentences that we ought, as a society, seek to rehabilitate them while they're behind bars so that they don't come out and commit crimes again. I I would agree with you there if it was all in a perfect world. But, you know, most prisons are privately owned institutions and they just look for... Uh, trying to keep somebody in there yep. to, to get a paycheck, and, and you're right; they don't really try to re- uh, rehabilitate bring people them. back into yeah. yes, correct, back into society. They'd rather keep them in there so that they can keep getting a paycheck. And, and it's a very corrupt system. But if, if if we got rid of the whole penitentiary system, that would take way a burden off of. Uh, the taxpayers and stuff as well. You know, I'm going through my first reading of the Bible, Jake, and I am uh, I'm in Numbers right now, so I'm still in the Old Testament. Uh, I'm still <laughs> in the, the I'm still in the Torah, the if I'm not mistaken. And so I I have I, I, I did not realize that, that there were not prisons. And now, now that you mention it, I mean, thus far, if my first reading through, uh, you're right. I've not read anything that that indicates prisons. Yeah, Romans did, obviously, and that's why they, you know, tried to, the Jews and Sadducees and Pharisees, all that, you know, tried to have them crucified, but they had to find a way to where it looked like it was civil unrest to try to get the Romans to persecute them. Now, don't spoil any of this for me, Jake. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you got to give me a spoiler alert next time, all right? My wife, my wife does that to me. She knows I'm going through my first reading of the Bible, and she'll say, "Oh yeah, wait till you get to this." I'm like, "No, no, don't tell me." Spoiler alerts on the oldest book ever. Yes, yeah. spo- <laughs> spoiler alert. He comes back to life. What? Huh? All right. Thank you so much, Jake. Well, just a little bit of a uh, uh, since you're trying to go through the Bible, I'm just going to put it out there. There's an audio Bible called Word of Promise. Got a lot of famous actors. It's like audio theater. I'm sure you'd enjoy that. Hey, that's that's cool, man. Thank you so much, Jake. I appreciate that. I I got to tell you, I've I've never been a fan of reading. I always equate reading to learning, and I equate that to school. And I I wasn't a big fan of school. And uh, I since reading the Bible, since picking up uh, and reading scripture. 
I have suddenly just become obsessed with reading, and I am I'm reading so many books these days, and. I'm, I'm taking. We're taking our twins on a cruise, and I've I got a book waiting for me at home that I can't wait to take and start reading uh, on the cruise. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. By the way, uh, uh, Tommy in our chat room just made a really good point. I, I'm glad I looked down and saw that. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, first of all, Marley, yes, I did listen to Eric Erickson on the topic of the death penalty today, and I disagree uh, with Eric Erickson on that. Tommy writes, Joe... The thief hanging on the cross next to Jesus wound up in heaven. So the guy on death row can certainly save his own skin if he accepts Jesus before his last breath. Precisely. Yeah, for, for, for those that don't know, there were three crosses. There were men on three crosses. Jesus was on one, and there were two other men on two nearby crosses. And one of the two men uh, there on the cross accepted Jesus as his savior accepted Jesus as the son of God, the son of man, and he ascended into heaven. And that's exactly what a death row inmate could do. That's exactly what this guy could do in Alabama in 41 minutes from right now. And the, the thought of him going to heaven, and I, and I, don't, know, I don't know that he is. I don't know. I, I know he's got a religious, uh, I, and I, I did hear this on the Eric Erickson show. He's got a religious advisor of some sort that follows him around. So maybe he has found salvation, which would, huh, huh, I'm, I'm supposed to feel happy for him. I'm, I, if, he's, if he has a relationship with Jesus, I'm supposed to feel happy for him. But man, I, 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 even, even if that's the case, he still should spend the rest of his life behind bars. You know, on another note on there's power in the name of Jesus, as you say, the thing is, is it's just like when you don't use his real name, it's what? the same thing. Like if I went down the studio studio and said, you know what? Chris said he'd let me in. And they're like, who the heck is Chris? I don't even know a Chris. Oh, because I got to say Joe. I got to say Joe, not Chris, because nobody knows who Chris is, not even you. Okay, hang on, hang on, what, what, hang on. I think I got this backwards. All right, so he's got a different open mic he left before. I think that was the second part of a two-part open mic. I think this is the first one. You know, they always say there's power in the name of Jesus, except that's not his name. His name is Yeshua. So are you really having the power in his name if you don't even use or know his name? That's a question I always have. That's a question you always have? <laughs> um, Jesus' name was, in fact, Jesus. He was Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, the angel of the Lord said to Mary, you shall give birth to a son and you shall name him Jesus. Yeshua, the, the name you reference, is actually God's name, not Jesus' name. God wanted to have a personal relationship with humans. So he didn't want to just be known as the Lord or as God. God revealed his name. He revealed his name to Moses. If you ever see someone with a ball cap that has four letters on it, and the letters are YHWH, that's God's name. God has a name. We generally pronounce it Yahweh or Jehovah. He so desperately wanted to be near people that he gave his name. He, he had a name. But Jesus' name was Jesus. So I appreciate your confidence on that, but it's a little misplaced. I, I haven't read the whole Bible but I've read that part of the Bible. And you could circle back to uh, Genesis and Exodus, uh, but Genesis, and you'd be able to see uh, all the information from there. Hey, a bit of, well, sad news kind of today from NASA. NASA administrator and former Senator Bill Nelson revealing that that little helicopter that's been flying around on Mars 
has flown for the last time. It is bittersweet that I must announce that Ingenuity, the little helicopter that could, and it kept saying, I think I can, I think I can. Well, it is now taking its last flight on Mars. As it was coming down for landing, at least one of its carbon fiber rotor blades was damaged. We're investigating the possibility that the blade struck the ground. This is what the blade looks like. It's a special fiber with a special contour. That little helicopter could fly in a 1% atmosphere, not 100% atmosphere like we have on Earth. It cut through a 1% atmosphere and was able to fly. And what Ingenuity accomplished far exceeds what we thought possible. Almost three years ago, the helicopter made its first flight on the planet Mars. Altimeter data confirmed that Ingenuity has performed its first flight. And living up to its name, Ingenuity made history as the first aircraft to make a powered controlled flight on another planet. But then... It flew farther and higher than we ever thought possible. And what started as a technology demonstration with plans for only up to five flights has now completed a remarkable 72 flights on Mars. So the helicopter is uh, is down for the count. 72 flights. By the way, uh, speaking about overconfidence, I think I was overconfident as well. Uh, so my Bible sensei just texted me and said that Yeshua is the Hebrew version of Jesus. Yahweh is God. So Yahweh is God. Jehovah is God. Jesus is Jesus. But in Hebrew, Jesus is Yeshua. Do we have everybody's name settled here? Uh, but there's either way, <laughs> there's no reason to... Uh, belittle or mock someone who calls Jesus, Jesus. Jesus is Lord. And Yahweh is God. And they are, they are one. I'm Joe Kelly. We'll continue. Uh, uh, oh, I did have someone ask about the Civil War, so we'll get into that coming up in a minute. So stick around for that. And uh, that's it. So hang on. We'll continue the Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. The involuntary manslaughter trial is underway or was underway this this afternoon for the mother of a Michigan high school student who killed four and injured seven in a shooting at his school. The shooting happened in November of 2021 at Oxford High School. Jennifer Crumbly and her husband, James, are the parents, uh, first parents ever charged in the U.S. in connection to their child's mass shooting. Israel-Hamas war has been raging on for 110 days. The U.N. said a shelter housing thousands of displaced civilians in the Gaza Strip was struck by tanks, leaving at least 12 people dead. Israel has denied any responsibility for the strike and is investigating whether Hamas is involved. One. One. An Amber Alert has been issued out of Lake County for one-year-old Natalia Williams and five-year-old Tilly Williams. Both girls are brown, uh, are white with brown hair and brown eyes. They may be in the company of 41-year-old Dixie Williams. You can see their pictures right now in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. Hey, Joe. I'm going to add a little bit to the other caller's thing about the uh, calling Jesus by a different name. If it's his real name, does it hold the same power? I think it depends on your relate your personal relationship with God and with Jesus. It doesn't matter. I believe what you call him as long as your heart is in the right place. He will see that and accept that. Yeah, totally. Absolutely agree. Uh, that, that's a great final word on that topic. So thank you very much for that. Hi, Joe. I listen to your show all the time as I'm driving home. Thank you. I'm just wondering why you keep pushing the issue of a civil war. I listen to other broadcasts throughout the um, day and in the evening and you're the only one that keeps pushing this issue could you just say why um yeah by keep pushing do you mean talking about it today for one hour 
Is that, I mean, is that what you mean? Because that's pretty much all we've done is have a one-hour discussion about it today. Uh, and, you know, I think back to the poll that came out that said that a majority of Americans were willing to take up arms. They thought it was justifiable uh, to commit acts of violence in the name of politics. And now we suddenly have uh, the, the use of National Guardsmen at the border and in conflict with the commander in chief at 25 states versus 25 other states. I'm just playing this out in my head. And you've heard from callers and open mics alike. It's not just me who has this concern. I'm not trying to will something into place. I'm not trying to scaremonger. Trying to have a civil discussion about a very uncivil affair that is taking place right now uh, inside the halls of Congress, along the borders of Texas, Arizona, California, and Mexico. Uh, that that's happening in state houses around the country. In fact, just moments ago, the Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey has filed three lawsuits to force the Biden administration to secure the southern border alongside Texas. Uh, Missouri is one of the 25 states that is supporting Texas, uh, both legally and and ostensibly with National Guardsmen. By the way, y'all be cool to Laurel tomorrow night. She's going to be filling in for me as uh, my uh, my twin sons, Black and Decker. They had their 18th birthday. They just turned 18. And you can gamble in international waters when you're 18 years old. <laughs> and they wanted to go. Uh, oh, boy. So we're taking just a quick cruise to the Bahamas. So I'll be, I'll be off uh, Friday and then back Monday. And uh, violence is through the roof right now in the Bahamas. Do you hear that? 17- is, this a, is this a birthday weekend thing? It, oh, yeah. This is a birthday weekend celebration. Yeah. Okay. Well, my birthday is today. What? So so I will be on the ship with you tomorrow. Thanks a lot for the invite, Joe. Really appreciate it. Laurel, you're on your own tomorrow. Why would you tell me it's your birthday when I've got eight seconds left to go? Happy birthday, Paul Cross. Because you have eight seconds left to go. Oh, I'm putting it on my calendar right now. So next year, <laughs> this time, I'll remember early next year. This All right. You can tell me tomorrow on the ship. All right. Happy birthday, Paul Cross. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Laurel's here tomorrow. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.